Hi, everyone, and welcome to a, another episode of the Bagel Thursdays podcast, where we're talking about random thoughts, you know, with locks on top. And this week, we have a very special March Madness-themed episode, and a even more extra special guest star, the first guest star we have ever had on the podcast. He is a March Madness fanatic. He's a sports fanatic. He's also my brother, and I love him very dearly. So everybody, say hi to Sam. And- Baruch Hashem, how are we feeling? Sam, are you are you excited to be here? Are you excited for March Madness? I am. I'm driving my tuchus down, well, up towards Des Moines, Iowa, and I'm going to watch myself some basketball, and we're going to kick off March Madness the only way we know how. And is that because you are a Kansas Jayhawks groupie? Um, I guess we can run with the word groupie. I would go for intellectual graduate. Um, could go with alumni. Could go with rabid supporter. Could go with hoops fanatic. Uh, but we could go with groupie for now. Sam, your Jayhawks were national championship national champions last year, right? That they were. And did you go to any of the games uh, during last year's tournament? I did. The My best friend that I'm going to pick up from the airport right now in Des Moines, Iowa, uh, me and him went to, we took a road trip down to Fort Worth for games one and two, watched them beat, um, I believe, Texas Southern and then Creighton. We then took a trip up to the Windy City with both of our dads. Uh, we watched them beat Miami and Providence. And then I decided as a senior in college that if they were going to do it all, I wanted to be in Lawrence when it happened. So I did not go to the final four or the national championship game. But did you celebrate the national title in Lawrence as you had planned to do if they won? Do you put cream cheese on a bagel? I put quite a lot of cream cheese on a bagel, actually. I did quite a bit of celebrating when they uh, when they brought it home. Do you think Kansas has what it takes to be repeat champions? Oh, see, you're putting me in a tough spot here because as, uh, as an alumni, there's a little homer in me. Do I think they can? Yes, but you have all these struggles. You got blown out by Texas twice in the last two weeks. Obviously, Bill Self goes into the hospital for unknown heart procedure situation. Although called routine, I can't say that if I ever had a heart surgery, I would be calling it routine. Um, and then without Kevin McCuller, I mean, I guess he was the glue that held the stack of straws together that nobody knew. But they say Kevin's going to play and that coach will coach. But, I mean this is a deep field that's it's like I've told everybody it's a lot different than we've seen in the past I mean you're gonna have your Cinderella's but with NIL money spread across the board I think it's no longer about how good you are as a program a lot of it can be how much money can we pay you to get you to come play for us not that coach Krzyzewski wasn't doing that back in the day under the table but um I, I think this field's a lot different it's a lot more diverse I think you're going to have a lot of upsets that you might not have seen in years past. And I mean, I, I don't know. So with that, have you filled out your bracket? 
Um, well, partially. Um, have I filled it out? Yes. We can just go with yes. Will I be making changes when I get to Des Moines here shortly? Probably. Um, obviously, big game last night, Corpus Christi with a late win over SEMO. Pitt with a thrilling victory over Mississippi State. I have Pitt winning a game or two where a lot of people don't think that they can dance, but I know Coach Cable is dancing as all can be, and he's a coach that I love to watch. He gets fired up. And then tonight you got – Farley Dickinson, Arizona State. Last I knew, they were blowing, uh, blowing them out of the water. Nevada, I believe. So I, it, it's hard to say. Nothing, nothing will be set until I know West Virginia and I believe Maryland tip off tomorrow for the first game of the tournament. All right. Now, going a little bit into the Jewishness of March Madness. So I did some googling and I could not find really any college basketball players that are Jewish. I'm sure they exist. I did not go through. I every... <laughs> Yeshiva is where they're, they're playing. And I don't think they're division one eligible. Yes. <laughs> so, but I did not go through every single roster. I will say though, based on my research, there are at least four Jewish coaches that are participating in March madness. They are Bruce Pearl of Auburn. John Pasternak of UC Santa Barbara, John Shire from Duke, and Rob Senderoff from Kent State. A little action. Of those four teams, who do you think has the chance, the, the chances to go the farthest? That's a good question. I mean, obviously, when you just hear the names of the schools, you probably think Duke and Shire, but it's I'm with them personally. I mean, Shire in his first year, he's done a good job. Obviously, some woes in the middle of the season, but Duke will be Duke. And, I mean, as a Kansas fan, I can't stand him. But and I, the reason I'm hung up on that is because Oral Roberts with the seven-five kid. Um, you got Max A. Smith, who put up numbers big time a couple years ago against Ohio State. And I, it's it's one of those twelve-five matchups that I think could. T- of heads I think a lot of the public is probably going to want Oral Roberts to win because people don't like Duke um, just the same way people don't like Kansas people don't like winners but for me in terms of back to your question I, I and that's one on my bracket that I'm not set yet is I don't know if Duke is going to lose in the first round or make the like right now I have them in the final four but I still am torn because I don't know if Duke can handle the size of the seven foot five kid from, uh, um, or Connor Vanover, I believe is his name. And then you got Max A. Smith, who's, who's got some tournament experience. They were a 15 seed when they knocked off Ohio state a couple years ago. And so Duke, Duke, I'm, I'm torn apart. I, I think they could be final four. I think they can make the finals. Cause I think there's some weaker teams in the field that are pretty highly seeded. I thought going into this, they might be a three or a four, seed but they get a five um in terms of pearl at auburn i mean he's a loud going at it kind of guy i think they beat iowa in the first round um once so he's you get a past- lot of would you say pearl being very loud and going at it he has a lot of jewish qualities yeah i would say so he's got he yeah he's always loud he's, he gets into it that's for sure I for, I for sure think they beat Iowa in the first round. Um, the question with me is, and this goes back to the trade, 
think with Sasser, it's, if he plays, the, they make the final four if he's healthy, but he's, he's not, not healthy right now. He didn't. He hasn't played recently, but he's he's the glue that holds them together. I think Pearl's season could end in the round of 32 if Sasser's healthy, but I think he could do, dance his way to the Elite Eight if Sasser's not healthy. I think they could beat Houston for sure if Sasser's not healthy, and if they beat Houston, they're going to have to play a Miami or a Kent State team, which brings us to your next coach in Kent State. I think they're a very sneaky team. I'm sorry to your husband, um, Illinois, Indiana, excuse me, alumni. I think uh, coach, coach of the flashes. I think he, he cruises by Indiana. I've told people all week. I think not only does Kent state win that game, I think they could win that game by 20. Um, I think Indiana's a very up and down team. I think when they're up, Trace Jackson Davis is very good, but how much can one guy carry you when it comes to March? It means more. Um, so, yeah, I think Ken State could dance their way to the round of 32. And personally, I think depending on the winner of that Drake-Miami uh, game, I think they could dance their way to the Sweet 16. Um, but then, I mean, they'll have to see Houston or Auburn. So we could have a battle of the Jewish coaches in the uh, Elite Eight by chance. So that would be cool. Yeah. I wonder when the last time there was two uh... – two Jewish coach. I couldn't even tell you who was the last Jewish coach to win a title. I don't even, I mean, I, Larry Brown, did he ever win it? He won titles, right? All right. Maybe Larry, maybe Larry. He, he, won, he won quite a few titles. <laughs> He's probably the last one. Um, maybe uh, there's probably um, another who, one. So which of those? There's, there's one more. Who am I missing? I got Kent State, Auburn, Duke. Who was the last one? UC Santa Barbara. Oh, that's that's a great one. I got a, a gentleman I work with. He went to Baylor, and I that's another one on my bracket. I I think Vegas is saying something that a three seed in Baylor who was very good uh, after the first month of the season where they started off really poor in Big Ten play or Big Twelve play. I I could see the Gauchos of UC Santa Barbara knocking off Baylor, which would be a gigantic upset to some. But I wouldn't see it as that big one. I really think they could win. But then I think their season would end pretty much right there because they're going to run into uh, the Creighton Blue Jays. And I think that's a really good, well-established team who who I have going very far in the tournament. So in terms of that, if the overall question is who do, who do I think goes the furthest, I think it's got to be Duke. But then again, maybe not because I can't decide if they're a first-round exit or they're going dance into the finals in Houston. So – which of those coaches do you think hosts the best Shabbat dinner? Oh, good question. I feel like it just off the top. I feel like it's got to be Pearl. He's a bigger guy, heavy set. feel like he definitely likes to have some Manischewitz thrown around. <laughs> definitely some, some fresh collar. I mean, he's a hefty, he's a hefty boy. So just off the top, I think I'd have to go, uh, I think I'd have to go Bruce Pearl. I don't know. He's a shit. Okay. Well, I don't know much. I don't know much about him. Is he 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 a terrible person? He was Calvin Sampson's assistant in India. Who? That all scandal broke out. He was like the main violator. Who? Bruce Pearl? No, Senderoff. Senderoff, apparently. Yeah, no, he's not... He's not a great guy. No, yeah, he was Calvin Sampson's assistant in Indiana when the the whole scandal. He was like the main guy. Lovely. Well... You guys can't agree on what's going to happen in that game, but uh, at least you can agree on that. Okay. Anyway, so we are going to play this fun game. Very pumped about this. So for everyone listening, what we have 
we have identified a handful of basketball sayings. Um, you know, like dropping dimes, make it rain. And we thought, what better way to Jewify March Madness than to Jewify those sayings? So we are going to sort of go back and forth with sort of the, I'm calling them an English version. It will all be in English. And then the Jewish version. And we are going to attempt to use our best Dick Vitale or any other announcer voice. And so, for example, a few we came up with when we were talking about this game was nothing but niche and bang, bang bagels. And I'm very excited to see and hear what I guess here is the better thing. What Sam has come up with. Um, I have some that I'm pretty proud of. Um, and we'll see how the Dick Vitale voice comes out. I feel like it will be more successful near the end of this game, but we'll see how it goes. So I will go first. And just as a disclaimer, Sam is currently driving. So I will be reading Sam's English versions. So he is not looking at anything on his phone or anything while he's driving. So the first one I came up, I had was you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. And my Jewish version is you regret a hundred percent of the bagels you don't eat, which I feel is very true because now I will say I usually eat the bagels. So I don't ever have regrets because I just always eat the bagel. But if I never, if I were never not eating the bagel, I would regret not eating it. Okay. So Sam, your first one is onions, baby onions. Oh, baby, it's gelt, baby. Gelt, baby, gelt. Who doesn't love some good gelt on Hanukkah? You kidding me? That's good. I also thought of, for some reason, I kept thinking of carpus, baby carpus. Like, like, I don't know. Like, that was a good word, too. But gelt is good, too, which is kind of similar to the next one. So my next one is dropping dimes. Um, And so I just came up with... um. We're out here. We're dropping shekels, baby. Love a um, good shekel. Shekels is um, obviously the, I believe it is still the currency of Israel. Um, but it is a form of currency. Okay, so Sam, the next one that you have is shoot the rock. Oh, shoot the dreidel, baby. Shoot the dreidel. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Shoot We're the off. I'm in a Hanukkah mood uh, today for some reason, so I don't know why, but I mean, we might, be, we might be getting some Hanukkah references. I think it is probably unanimously the best of Jewish holidays. So it really is, and I feel like it's because Purim is often overlooked, but Purim is really, as we just talked about in a previous podcast, is just about getting drunk and dressing up as costumes, and I feel like that people just are so used to just going to carnivals when they were growing up that it was never. You don't really think of celebrating it more as an adult but then you learn like oh it's literally jewish halloween um but i agree hanukkah is at least my take on best holiday um okay so my next one is diaper dandy and my jewish version so i actually had to look up exactly what diaper dandy meant so i could try and find or come up with a jewish version of it because you hear it said a lot but i didn't actually realize like what it was referring to in terms of this like like all-star freshman type of player um and i was trying to think of something related to like a bar mitzvah or something like that and i couldn't really think of anything but i just came up with oh what a mensch 
Oh, you know, like good that. guy. We Whatever. love a good match. That's not the best one. What? I said we love a good match. We do love a good match. I was trying to think of like, you know, first night of Hanukkah, maybe something related to blessings, and I couldn't. Nothing was sticking. Um, so we just came up with what a munch. Not the best, but not terrible. Okay, so I got I got sorry to interrupt, but I do remember this one. And as a Kansas alum, I'm gonna just take this one. But I believe I saw trust the process on the list when I was looking over it. Um, and for those of you at home that don't know, that was started by Joel Embiid, a Jayhawk alum. Uh, well, not technically an alum because he didn't graduate, but he went to Kansas. So nonetheless, and my big one would be this is more like Yeshiva Maccabee, like throws a late three, you know, you, you're getting fired into it. You don't trust the process. You got to trust the Torah, baby. Trust the Torah. Oh, that's a good one. See, the one I came up with for that. Also, we do love Joel Embiid. Um, love me some of him. And I came up with is also related to Hanukkah. But instead of trust the process, I also related to Hanukkah said, oh, the oil lasted all eight nights, baby. <laughs> it's like, it was just like, okay. we know we know a thing or two about trusting the process. You got to just have faith. Well, then I was like, oh, it's something believe. And then I started thinking about Ted Lasso. And I'm like, all right, we got to bring it back. We got to bring it back. Um, okay. So your next one, Sam, is send it in Jerome. See, now this one was hard for me because there's a toss up. There's two names you can throw. You can't change send it in Jerome. Obviously, Pitt legend, Pittsburgh ties in the family. Shout out to 412. Uh, we love you, Pittsburgh. But this one for me was a toss-up, but the one I landed on is obviously you can't shout out G.O.D. himself because it would be a little sacrilegious almost. But I landed on uh, send it in Elijah. You got to send it in Elijah. Open the door. <laughs> let him let him have an extra glass. One cup, two cup, three cup, four. Check out the new merch on the site. Um, but send it in Elijah. Oh, that's a good one. That also kind of remind me um... – also, a nod to Pittsburgh, when Mike Lang would say, Elvis has left the building, you could say something similar like, okay, Elijah has left the building. Elijah did leave, and he has got to be. See, now everyone, this this has always rang true to me as a kid, and more so once I became of drinking age. I think Elijah gets off scotch-free on Passover. The rest of us got to eat matzo, which I'm fine with for a week out of the year. It's it's cool. A little matzo pizza, matzo braai, whatever you want to do with it. You know, chef it up, a little flavor. But but my man Elijah just gets to go house to house and just get absolutely bazammered. I mean, that's not that's not fair. It's like the opposite of Santa. Santa has to go and, like, deliver all this crap, and he doesn't get any gifts. But Elijah's like, shit, I'm just going to get drunk. Uh, Santa, Santa, Santa gets cookies and whatever so. else they put out. <laughs> But if you're asking me, I'd much rather be Elijah in this situation. <laughs> um, that's fair. Okay, so the next one I had, oh yeah, I think it's on me. It was make it rain, and I was trying to think of something related to that. So I came up with, oh, he's out here spilling the salt water, baby. <laughs> make it rain. Nothing I was like some, that. Was kind of also some related carpus to like, and salt water. We like it. Yeah, like the tears also, like the tears of the enemies, like the tears of the other team, like dunking See, on him. Oh, we're that would a good one, like dunking if we're gonna on go, like dunking the if we're gonna go, Yeah, if we're going to go piggybacking, I mean, if we're making it rain, it's Passover. I mean, 
lot of plagues. You make it rain plagues, baby. Oh, it's Lotus, baby. <laughs> that, yeah, that would be, um, I, I thought about the plagues too. I'm like, oh, that would be a good one. Um, okay, so your next one was um, offense sells tickets, defense wins championships. See, now this one I was torn on because great saying, very true. Uh, and to me, I'm, I've always been a defense guy. Love defense. Offense sells tickets. Defense sells championships. Here's the thing. If we're talking Jewish holidays, we kind of talk Hanukkah, Purim. Those are your yay. Passover, it's a little eh. You know? I think it's Hanukkah sells tickets. Passover wins championships. You know? Actually, you know what? I'm going to change that on the spot. I think it's, oh, Hanukkah sells tickets. Yom Kippur wins championships, baby. Oh, and is that because you're fasting and you're Yom Kippur, you're realizing how shitty of a person you might have been the year before exactly. and it makes you stronger? Okay. Exactly. You stronger people, than people, but, but you got to, there's levels to it, man. It's like an onion. You got to peel back the, why does Hanukkah sell tickets? It's fun, the dreidel, the gout, the presents, all of it, lighting the menorah, singing songs. That's exciting. It gets people in the door. Then they're like, oh, I'm Jewish. It's time for Yom Kippur. I sit in services all day while my stomach growls for something. So, but the day of life, it's the book of life. You got to be inscribed. It's winning the championship. That is the ultimate championship, right? That is true. I think you could also, on a lesser level, Yom Kippur obviously has more meaning. But in terms of Passover, I think that also works. I mean, you don't have to eat, you don't get to eat bread for a week. So I think that is... I mean, you get stronger. Are you, are, are, what, what's worse, though, now we're, now it's more levels to the onion. What's worse, not eating for a day or no bread for a week? I mean, I basically <laughs> get the crack itches when I can't have a piece of bread with dinner. So I don't eat. You go one day without food or seven without bread or eight without bread. I, I don't know. For sure. I mean, I don't go to Italian restaurants if I know they don't give you free bread. That's what I was going to say. If you ask our basic, uh, as Sebastian Maniscalco would say, same corporation, different division. The Italians, I bet you the Italians, they take the one day and no eating. Yeah, I should say disclaimer. I We very rarely go to restaurants because we have two children who don't sit still, um, which you can attest to. I didn't to. know that. What's, I didn't know that. <laughs> but when I did go to restaurants, you did not go there. <laughs> it didn't give bread um okay so this is your last one that you were given there was a few overtime ones we can call it um if we'd like to do those but your last one is dipsy do dunkaroo one of the i would say all-time best sticky v sayings probably shout out before we get to ot just shout out dicky v obviously legend of the game tampa native uh always cheering on the rays um shout out Support through him with his battle with cancer. What a guy. What a legend. Uh, so excited to have him back. Uh, his first game back, actually, I believe was his first, was in the field house. Got a huge ovation. Um, so shout out Dickie V. But I can't do it justice with that voice of his. But I think I got to just steal the one that you had because it's what I had thought of is you got a dipsy dude purpose, baby. Or, or you could dipsy do. I don't think of the words of it right now but a little dipsy do dunk your finger in the sparkling grape juice dom it's a little it's a dipsy do dom baby 
Dipsy Doo Ten Play Guru. <laughs> See, Jake Katz, that's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> I got a real good one. I got another real good one. Oh, the, the he special special guest star Jay Cast is another one. one. I know you you did uh onions baby onions, but uh I, I like it better as Chutzpah baby Chutzpah look at the gefilties on that guy. Jake Jake practiced. He's <laughs> or I I got an extra extra one for you. Oh Dipsy do matzo ball for you, baby. There you go. That's a good one. Maybe I should make that into a shirt or like a, a no way. Maybe an inspirational poster with a bowl of matzo ball soup. Dipsy do matzo ball for you. Oh, that also sounds like a nursery rhyme. You could be sing it to the girls at night of trying to get them to sleep. I, I, could fall asleep I, with I some think you could. I do have some odd spells. Okay, well, we had two extra for overtime. We have Half Court Heave and Rain Man. Any thoughts on those two? See, turning those ones is hard, but, I mean, if we're, like, turning them into Jew, Jew-esque things, I mean, a Half Court Heave, Moses splitting the Red Sea, he's got to get some credit for that, right? I mean, that's, that's a prayer. Um... This is different. Oh, we don't have to do Rain Man. That was just on the list. Well, there, were there any other big basketball sayings that we missed? I feel like we got most of the big ones. I mean, did anybody I take Mike Green's bang, bang, bang? Yeah, we said yeah, bang, 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 bagels. bang, bang, bagels. At the top. Bang, bang, bagels. That's a great give me the hot sauce. Give me the hot sauce. I feel like what would you Give me the horseradish. <laughs> I, I, I do only like horseradish on Passover. Passover sandwiches. Um, I don't oh, like horseradish any way, shape, perform, date, no, time. You have it for, keep it away from me. You got to have it for the sandwich. Although it's not really a sandwich. I mean, technically, because it's two pieces of matzo, but it's not bread. So let's. If that's a, if I that's like a sandwich, sandwich with an uh, If that's a sandwich, Courtney, I don't want to be Jewish. That is not a sandwich. It's a sandwich with an asterisk, so it's not full bread. Kind of like Barry Bonds' home run record. Like, it's a record, but not real. It has a little asterisk by it. Um, oh, okay. Well, I think that is all of them. Sam, is there anything else you want to share with everybody before we let you go on your March Madness way and, you know, get in your Jayhawk pajamas before the game tomorrow? Uh, no, I appreciate you having me on, Big Sis. Rock Shock Jayhawk all the way to Houston. Hopefully it's back-to-back. Fun fact for those of you at home that may not follow Kansas Hoops, the last time uh, they won back-to-back titles was in 1922 and 1923. They won in 2022. Maybe we win in 2023. So that's all for the Hebrew Hammer out here in Boonesville, uh, Iowa. But I wish everyone the best of luck on their brackets, and uh, may the odds be ever in your favor. 